Shalom Racha, this is Chazar Shir number 10, where Besiyat HaDishmai, we will be discussing a few fascinating topics. Number one, exchanging favors. Am I allowed to do you a favor on condition that you do a favor back to me, where the favor that you're doing back to me is a lot more difficult? Number two, is exchanging loans. Am I allowed to lend you money on condition that you pay me back and also issue a loan for me at a later date? Number three, parents who borrow money from their children, are they allowed to pay them back much more because it really, you know, the extra money that they're giving is a gift? And then number four, we're going to start to discuss uh, the issues of return policies and whether return policies all have, uh, are they really considered ribbis or not? So let's begin with the first topic and that is exchanging favors. The Gemara and the Shulchan Aruch, I'm not allowed to do you a favor on condition that you return a favor that's either bigger or harder. So I can't tell you, I'll plow your field today. If you plow my field tomorrow, and my field is double the size of your field, because I am, in essence, I'm lending you my services today. I'm plowing your field. And then the next day, you're paying me back with something that's much greater. You're paying me back and you're plowing my field, which is double the size of your field. Or even if it's, uh, if it's the same size field, but I tell you, uh, I'm going to plow your field today on condition that you plow my field in two months from now. And two months from now, because of the weather, the, the plowing is going to be a lot harder. That is going to be difficult. And that's how we pass in Allah Lamaisa. So exchanging favors, where the second favor is, is more difficult uh, than the first favor, that the that, that is going to be asr. However, there are two caveats to this halacha. Number one, the Ribbis Lohar halacha says that if the favor that's being returned is on the same day, so then there's no really, there's no loan here, right? So if I tell you, plow my field, I'll plow your field in the morning, if you plow my field in the afternoon, and my field in the afternoon is double the size of your field, that's going to be allowed because it's in the same day. There was no loan that actually, uh, that actually happened, that actually transpired over here. Uh, but if it's the next day, so then we view it actually as a as loan. It could be that with regards to money, if I say I'll borrow from you, you know, $100 uh, in the morning, I'll pay you back 110 you know, towards the evening, that's going to be usher because that is a biblical prohibition of ribbis. That's ribbis with, with, uh, with regards to money. But over here, where it's just a dinder abanan, of you do me a favor and I do you a favor back, it could be if it's the same day, it's going to be, uh, it's going to lap. So that's c- condition number one, uh, or caveat number one, where it would be mutter to exchange favors, even if the second favor is greater, is if it's it's done on the same day. Caveat number two is from the middle of the Hashem, the Ribbis, the Torah, the Torah, the they all say that when is it Asr to exchange favors? Only when we do it on condition. If I tell you I'm only going to plow your field on condition that you plow my field, that's when it's going to be Asr. But if I wake up in the morning and I knock on your door and it's like, oh, I know that you're not going to be here today. Can I please plow your field? And you say, sure, wow, thank you so much. And I go and I plow your field. And then in the afternoon, you knock on my door and you say, oh, I see that you're busy. Uh, do you mind if I plow your field? And I say, sure. And it happens to me, my field is double the size of, uh, of your field. The luck is that, uh, that that's going to be allowed and the reason is because there's no loan here what's really happening is that I'm gifting you and you're, uh, and you're gifting me back uh, and gifting uh, and there's no isser of, of interest when it comes to uh, when it comes to gifts so now let's talk about a few uh, practical applications that we can apply these Allah so again very quickly I'm not allowed to do a favor for you on condition that you do a favor for me if the favor that you're doing for me is much more difficult than the favor that I did for you unless it's done on the same day or number two is that it wasn't stipulated that it's on condition if I just did you a favor and then you come and you reciprocate, you're, you're thankful that I did you a favor and you do a favor that's, that's greater uh, for me, so then that's going to be allowed. So let's talk about a few applications. Number one is if I tell you, could you build, I'll build your sukkah on condition that you build my sukkah. So if it's in the same day, it's going to be mutter. If it's on different days and my sukkah is bigger, then it's going to be usher unless we don't stipulate. Unless I just say, hey, I'm happy to build your sukkah today. I have some extra time. Can I help you? And you say, sure, thank you so much. I help you. I build your sukkah. And then the next day you come by and you say, oh, Aya, you have free time today do, uh, and you don't mind helping me. Uh, even though my sukkah is double the size, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be allowed. Uh, similarly, when it comes to, to what, cause, again, because when you're giving a gift, when it's not a loan, that's going to be allowed. Similarly, if you have you know, young couples that are living next to one another and one couple says, oh, I'll watch your kids. 
Um, so, and then the next day, the other couple says, oh, do you mind watching uh, my kids? Right? So when you're, you're swapping like babysitting services, so if, uh, if it's not done as, uh, as a tip for tat, where rather it's, you know, I'm happy to, to watch your kids and you don't need to pay me back at any given time. So, uh, so that's going to be, uh, that's going to be mutter. And we find a similar idea or where it's very uh, common is with soldiers and doctors. Soldiers and doctors, a lot of times will have different shifts at different hours at different times. And what's going to happen is, is that they'll tell one another, oh, if you cover my shift, I'll cover uh, your shift. So this can get a little bit complicated because let's say you have a doctor or a soldier who has a wedding on Sunday night uh, and he really wants to go to the wedding. So he tells his friend, he says, listen, if you cover my Sunday night shift, I'll do your shift on Tuesday and Wednesday. I don't mind doing double, double the math. So is that going to be prohibited or not? So we saw from the, from the other view that that's going to be for, forbidden if you stipulate it as a condition. If you say, if you watch me, if you, if you take over my shift on Sunday night, I'll do two of your shifts the next day. That's going to be, uh, or, or two of your shifts in, in, on Tuesday and Wednesday, that's going to be uh, forbidden because really I'm borrowing, right, uh, you know, today. You're, you're, covering, you're covering my job today, so I'm borrowing from you a shift today, and I'm paying you back with, uh, with two shifts. It's not considered a, 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 a purchase. It's not a purchase that I'm selling you my shift for two because I'm only collecting it later on. I mean, I'm only repaying you. I'm only doing your shift on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. A purchase happens immediately. But over here, it's not, a, it's not viewed as a purchase. Rather, it's viewed as, um, as a loan. And since it's viewed as a loan, it's going to be problematic. However, however, if we don't do it as, as a tip for tat exchange, but rather you know that I have a wedding and you say, I know that you have a wedding tonight, I'll cover you, right? I'll cover you, don't worry, enjoy, go to the wedding, dance, to be besimcha. And then I come back uh, and I'm so thankful that you covered my shift and that you offered to cover my shift. So I tell you, you know what? I'm happy to cover two of your shifts this week. And you say, wow, really, two of my shifts? Thank you so much. That's going to be allowed. Again, why is this allowed? Because there was no loan that transpired. It wasn't a tit for tat. When it's not a tit for tat, when it's not, there's no loan, it's not on condition, it's not al minas, like the Shulchan Aruch says, then it's going to be uh, mutter. And this is really based on the Dark Emosha. The Dark Emosha says that if you have uh, two people who you know, usually exchange meals by one another, so if they say, you know, I'll pay for today on condition that you pay tomorrow, that's going to be awesome because maybe the price of the food will go up in the interim or maybe the next day when we go out to eat we'll also order dessert and it's going to cost you more than, than what I paid. But if we're friends and I say we're going out to eat and I say, you know, I got this meal covered and you say, no, whatever. And I tell you, you know, you know what, don't worry, you'll, you'll cover the next meal. And the reason why I'm saying don't worry, you'll cover the next meal is not because... I actually doing it on condition that you'll cover the next meal. Rather, I want to appease you. I want you to happily accept, you know, me paying for the meal. So then it's going to be mutter. Uh, then it's going to be mutter. Again, what's the svar over here that's going to be mutter? Because it's not a tit for tat. Rather, we're gifting one another. When two people are gifting one another, you're allowed to give uh, greater gifts. And that's why the case that we said, you have two business partners, or not par- business partners, you have two business friends that they're, that they're, uh, that they're together in, uh, that they're together in a business, or that they're, that they're having a, a lunch where one guy says, oh, I'll pay for today. If you say on condition that you pay the next time we meet, that's going to be prohibited. But if you say, oh, I'll pay today and don't worry, you know, if you want to pay next time, you can pay next time, where I'm happy to give it to you, mamish, for free without a problem. Uh, so that's going to be, uh, th- that's going to be mutter because a gift for a gift is going to be uh, mutter. Uh, a final case is, uh, is a carpool. A lot of time you'll have parents that carpool. So they'll have a schedule for the whole month. Who's done, who does, uh, you know, who does on Sunday? Who does the carpool on Monday? Who does the carpool on Tuesday to bring the kids to school? So here, let's say no one likes to do Sunday. Why? Because Sunday is the day that uh, people like to learn in the morning, people like to sleep in the morning, whatever it is. Sunday is the day that people don't want to do, uh, don't want to do the carpool. So, and I'm stuck with a carpool on Sunday. So I can't tell, so th- I would think that I'm not allowed to tell you if you do my carpool on Sunday, I'll do your, uh, you know, your carpool on Wednesday and Thursday, right? Why am I not allowed to do that? Because you're borrowing 
you know, you're, you're, I'm borrowing Sunday and I'm giving back something that's worth more. I'm giving back, uh, let's say, uh, two days of work. However, there's a fascinating Chassam Sofer. Chassam Sofer says that when it comes to partners, if you have partners, this whole Isser of doing a favor on condition that the other person does a favor back, that's only with two people who are friends, but there aren't partners. I'll plow your field on condition that you plow my field and my field is bigger. That looks like ribbons. I'm lending you my time. I'm lending you my services for today and you're paying me back something that's worth a lot more. But if we're both partners in the company and all the work that needs to get done here is really benefiting both of us. So then there is no tip for tat. Every time we're, we're working for one another, it's not that I'm doing it for you or you're doing it for me, it's that we're, we're a partnership. Uh, and therefore it's going to be, uh, and therefore it's going to be, that's the chiddush of the, of the chassam sofer. So it could be with a carpool, where really all, all the parents are partners when it comes to the kids. And if all the parents are partners when it comes to the kids, it might be mutter even to, even to swap for, uh, for a bigger, uh, for, for two days or, or for a bigger day. So that's with regards to exchanging favors with one another. What about exchanging loans with one another? So the Sefer Truman want to say that just like with regards to exchanging a favor, if me and you have the same exact field and it's in the same type of, uh, the same type of area and same type of time, I'm allowed to tell you, I'll play your field on Sunday on condition that you play my field on, uh, on Thursday. Why is that allowed? Because I'm doing you a favor and you're returning that favor. So says the, says the Sefer Truma, same thing. I'm allowed to tell you, here's a loan of $100 on condition that in a few months from now, you give me back a loan that's also worth uh, $100. So the Maestro, the Mordechai argues in this and he says, no. He says, when it comes to the service, when it comes to the plowing of the field, when I plowed your field on Sunday, the, how much is that worth? That's worth, let's say, $100. So then when you come and you plow my field back on, on Thursday and we have the same exact field, what are you really doing? You're paying back the hundred dollars that I gave you of on uh, on uh, on Sunday, but when it comes to loan, when I lend you hundred dollars on condition that you give me a loan later on for another hundred dollars, so what's really happening here? I'm lending you hundred dollars. You're paying me back hundred dollars, but on top of that, I'm also getting an interest-free loan of hundred dollars. In a month from now, or in two months from now. So says the, says the Mordechai, he argues on the Sefer Truman, he says, L'chora, it's going to be Aser. Why? Because lending on condition that the other one lends, it's not that we're made even at the end. On the contrary, I'm made even, because I lent you $100, I got the $100 back, but now I also have another, I have access to, to a line of credit to another $100 of interest-free, uh, interest-free rates, which is going to be which is going to be a problem of, of ribbons. How do we pass The Ramah brings both opinion. Lamaisa, the Grah, the Shulchan Arach, and the Shulchan Arach Arab, and the Chachmas Adam, they all pass the Lach Lamaisa to be Machmir, that you're not allowed to lend to someone on condition that he also reciprocates and gives you a loan later on, uh, later on in time. What about with regards to, this is very common, this is the next topic, the third topic we're going to discuss, and that is the topic of, of, um, of ribbis with, with, uh, between parents, between uh, uh, parents and, and their children, right? So, so very commonly, what happens a lot of times is that a child will go do grocery shopping for the kid, for, for the parent, and it comes out for you know, $160. So the father will say, here's $200, enjoy, take the rest, the rest as a gift. Or sometimes parents, will, uh, parents and kids will be together, let's say they're in an airport, and the father, you know, he doesn't have any cash, he says, he asks his son, can I borrow you know, $5 so that I can go uh, buy, uh, buy a drink from the vending machine? And then, you know, a week later, two weeks later, he says, oh, I forgot, I borrowed $5 from you, here's a 20. So, what are you, 20? So, yeah, keep the change, it's fine, it's not a problem. So, is that going to be allowed or not? So, we saw previously that when it's not between father and son, let's say I borrow $98 from you, and then I come and I pay you back $100, the Allah is that I'm not allowed to give you the $100. Why not? I can't even tell you, here's $98 and $2 as a gift, because since I'm paying the extra $2 at the time of the, at the time of the repayment, I'm paying the extra $2 when I'm repaying the other $98, that looks like interest and that's going to be forbidden. And the question is, does that apply to, to, uh, to parents and children as well? So we saw a Gemara, and there's a Machlokas, we've shown him how to understand the Gemara, uh, and the Shulchan Arach, according to the Shach, he like both of those opinions, meaning the Shulchan, the Gemara says, and this is the Machlokas, whether 
whether, um, according to Rashi, the way Rashi learns in the Gemara is that a father is not allowed to lend the son with interest, meaning he can't lend the son $100 on condition that his son pays him back $120 in order to teach him how detrimental uh, and dire the effects of ribis are. And the Rambam learns is that a child, that a, a, that a father is not allowed to lend his son uh, sorry, he's not allowed to borrow from his son $100 and pay him back $120. He's not allowed to pay the son, even though he's really giving it as a gift. That's still going to be, uh, it's still going to be us, sir. Uh, even though it's clear that he's giving to him as a gift, it's still, it's still, uh, it's still going to be us. So Lamaisa, the way the Shach learns the Shulchan Aruch is that the Shulchan Aruch goes both like Rashi and like the, the Rambam, where both cases are going to be us, which means a father is not allowed to lend his son in order that his son pays him back um, $120. And also a father is not allowed to borrow from his son, let's say $50, and, and then pay him back $100, $100, even though it's clear that the extra $50 is really a gift. Still, it's going to be, it's going to be us. So if that's the case, if that's how we pass in Allah Lamaisa, so then these two cases that we mentioned before are very problematic. What do you do in a case where you send your son to do groceries, he comes back, the bill is $160, and you give him $200, so it seemed that would be us. Or if you borrowed $5 from the vet to, to, you know, to buy a drink from the vending machine, and then you pay him back 10 you know, a week later, that lachor is going to be a, prob- a problem of, uh, of ribbis. So there's, there's two, solution, two solutions to these, uh, to these issues. So the first case, where you send your son to go grocery shopping and he spends $160 and you give him $200, the easiest way out of that is to say, here's $40 for the, for the trouble of, uh, of, going to, of going to the supermarket. It takes time, you gotta get in the car, you gotta drive, you gotta pick up all the things from the aisle. So that's going to be allowed. You can just say the $40 is for is compensation as, as service. And then that's not going to be a problem. But what about in the latter case? And this happens all the time, where parents borrow from their child because they need $5 here, $10 here, $20, whatever it is. They're stuck without some cash. They need to borrow. And then when they're paying back their kid, they give them double or triple. Why? Because anyways, you pay your kid. Anyways, you, you know, a parent is happy to, to give his son, uh, to give his son uh, or his daughter money. Right? So here he's giving back a lot more than, uh, than what he got. Now, why is he doing it? It's clear it's a gift. But the Ramah says, but the, excuse me, the Shulchan Aruch Paskan Zalach Lamaisa, that even though it's clear that it's going to be a gift, a gift, it's still, it's still usher to lend, to borrow from your son and pay him back with, with ribbons. How do you get around that very common case? So the Mar Torah, he's Mechadish, he says a big Chiddush. He says, now when the Shulchan Aruch asked for a father to borrow money from his son and pay him back, with, uh, with, with interest, that's only when it's an interest of ribbis the rice. That's only when it's a loan that's a, that's a, a biblical prohibition of ribbis. Meaning, the, the father goes to the son, he says, can I please borrow $100? And I'm giving, and you should know, I'm gonna borrow $100 on condition that I pay you back $200, right? That's when it's going to be awesome. Even though it's clear that the $200 is really not for the time value of money, money it's not agar, not to really, it's as a gift. That's when it's going to be us, or why? Because it's a biblical prohibition of ribs. But if it's a case where the father just says, oh, can I borrow $5? And there was no stipulation to ever pay interest. And then at the time of payback, he's actually paying a little bit more. So then the halacha is that that's going to be that's, only, that's not a biblical prohibition of, of ribis because the, the, the interest wasn't predetermined. It wasn't pre-stipulated. Uh, and since it's only uh, a rabbinic prohibition of ribis and it's between father and son, which anyways it's clear that it's really given as a gift, that's, that's, and then it's going to be mutter. And the way the Marbi uh, Torah explains it, he says, for if not, it's going to be like a gzera l'gzera, meaning you have one gzera der Abanan that tells you that paying extra interest at the time of repayal is an iser of ribis, right? Because really ribis the rice is only if it's stipulated beforehand. So one thing the Rabbanan is that when, when you're paying back 
you pay back a little bit more. That's going to be an Isra of ribbis. And then you have another Dinder Abanan uh, that when a father lends to, when a father pays back his son, even though it's clear that he's really giving it as a, as a gift, it's still going to be Asr. That's Xayel of Zero. And Chazal wouldn't, wouldn't Asr in such a situation. One with the Asr, only when a father is paying back to a son and it was a predetermined, it was stipulated that this loan is going to have interest, that's when it's going to be, uh, that's when it's going to be Asr. So it seems that the, the, the most of the world, when they give their son back, you know, extra money, when they, they borrowed five dollars from the vending machine and they give him back ten or twenty, it seems like there's so much on this uh, on this marbator. Mar- Lamaisa, there are those who argue on this, uh, the Marbator quotes a Sefer Truma that argues on this, and therefore the best thing to do in this situation, if you borrowed $5 from your son, the best thing to do is to really pay him back $5. And then if you want, 10 minutes later, to give him uh, another 20, another, another 50, so then, uh, then you definitely, uh, uh, then, then you would be allowed uh, to do that. So that was, the, that was the third. So again, then the fourth and last and final thing that we discussed, that we began to discuss, was uh, return and exchange policy. So here the Gemara and the Shulchan Aruch, Paschal and Lachum, Maisa, fascinating. I'm not allowed to sell you a field and say, I have the right to buy this field back whenever I want. Why? Because if I do that, what's really happening? When I sell you the field, what, what's really happening is I'm borrowing. Let's say I sell you a field for a million dollars. So I sell you this field for a million dollars, and I say I can always buy it back whenever I want. So what happens is that there's a possibility that this transaction is going to end up being a ribbish transaction. Because what happens if I sell it to you for a million dollars, and then in a year from now, I come back and I buy it back for a million dollars. So in essence, what really happened? I borrowed it. I borrowed a million dollars from you because that's what I got for the field. And then a year later, I gave you back a million dollars. But what did you also get? You also got usage of the field for an entire year. You were able to rent out that field for $100,000 that year, right? So it turns out that you really made 10% interest. Uh, on, my, uh, on my loan. So says the Shulchan Aruch, and based on the Gemara, this is going to be Asr, right? Borrowing a field, uh, sorry, excuse me, selling a field on a condition that I'm always able to buy it back, that's going to be a problem of, of ribis. Last, what happens, last, I actually come and I buy back, right? If I don't ever buy back, there's never ribis because I just bought, bought a field and you went ahead and you did uh, whatever you wanted with it, right? But if, if, um, if, if I do come back, and it's called Sad Echad Beribis, if I do come back and I buy back, so then it turns out that it's going to be Ribis. And says the Shulchan Aruch, it's a biblical prohibition of Ribis. It's an Isr Doraisa of, uh, of Ribis. The Ramah argues and says, no, it's only uh, Isr Dorabana of Ribis because there's a 50% chance that there will be Ribis here. But Lemaisa, everyone agrees that, that it's a problem of Ribis. And not only that, says the Ramah, he says, if we do do such a case, or if the custom is that you can always buy back, even if we didn't stipulate, but the custom in the city is that you're always allowed to buy back the field, the Allah is that the sale is in Chal. And you, the buyer, you're not allowed to use it in the interim. Because what would happen if I sell you a field and I tell you on condition that I can always buy it back? So if I come back in a year after you already used it for an entire year, you're in, in retrospect, you're getting paid a year of, uh, a year of interest. Right? So, so says the, says the Ramah, for that entire year, for the whole amount of time that I'm allowed to buy back, I'm, uh, you're not allowed to use the field. And says the, the Achron, the Mibla Hashem and the Brisu, that they say that this is not just when the, when the seller has the opportunity to buy back, but even if the buyer has the opportunity to return it, he's also allowed to, uh, he's also allowed to, uh, to return it whenever he wants. And, and meaning, if, if the, excuse me, if the buyer has the ability to return it, it's also going to be us for him to use it. Why? Because on, if he does return it, it ends up being, it ends up being uh, a loan. And this applies not just to real estate, it applies also to metatalin. So again, what comes out is as follows. Let's take a very practical example. If I go to a store, you own a store, you own a, a vacuum cleaner store, and I go on Rosh Chodesh Nissan, and I buy from you a, a $500 vacuum machine, a Dyson, the best one that, that exists. And I use it all, and you have a two-week return policy. So I use it from Rosh Chodesh Nissan until Arab Pesach, 
I'm giving it back. Right? Here, take it back. So what's really happening? I lent you $500 because that's how much the Dyson cost. I used the, the, the vacuum cleaner, the Dyson vacuum cleaner. I used it for, uh, for the next, for two weeks to clean my whole ass for, for, for Pesach. It was mamish amazing. And then now I'm giving, and then, and then now when I return you the vacuum cleaner, you're giving me back the $500. So that loan that I gave you of $500, I'm getting back because we're nullifying this transaction. But in the interim, what did I get? I got two weeks worth of this Dyson when I needed the best, when, when I needed it most. I got two weeks worth of this vacuum cleaner. So I lent you $500. I got back $500 plus usage of the vacuum cleaner for, uh, for two weeks. That is the problem of ribbis. And this really boils down to the question that it seems that every single return policy is going to be a problem of ribbis. And the Ramah says that if you have the ability to return something, so then you're not allowed to use it in that moment. So it comes out that if you have a two-week return policy, I'm not allowed to use the Dyson in those two weeks, lest I use it and then I give it back to you. So then it comes out to be uh, that, I lent, that I lent you something with, uh, with interest. So how is it ever possible for two Jews, uh, for a Jewish owner and a Jewish uh, buyer, to ever have a, a return policy on their store if every time the Chorah, it seems that it's going to be a problem of uh, ribbis. So B'zat Hashem, next week, we will uh, discuss the few possibilities of how to have uh, return policies.